know how many kids at the protest had your sneakers on? None of them. Do you know? Do you know how many of your songs were played at the protest? All of them. Could you hear all of the lights, the flashing lights, the new slaves, the runaways on their road to redemption, waiting for Malcolm West to have the whole world at attention? Nigga, they got you quiet. Like, how come only at award shows he rides? Maybe, maybe Jesus was all talk. Jesus never needed Adidas to walk. Maybe Jesus was all talk. Jesus never needed Adidas to walk. Why is he outlined in sneakers when the south side is outlined in chalk? Can someone go and find the man who could make a diamond with his own bare hands? We are looking for you. All right, guys, that intro was by poet Jasmine Manns. Um, she read that nigga Kanye his rights real quick. <laughs> so, I like that. So welcome to the Mostly Everything Podcast. Welcome back, guys. Episode 9. Episode 9, baby. We almost did double digits. Double digits. It's super Define late. gravity. Yeah, it's <laughs> this guy. It's super late. Um, we're on Cinco de Mayo instead of being out drinking and Cinco having fun. We, uh, we're out here giving you guys um, episode nine. Content. Um, don't think that, you know, we've been slacking. We've been kind of busy, sure. Yeah. But um, we definitely know where our, what our priorities are, and we definitely know um, that we got to give you guys this weekly this weekly drop, this, yep. the weekly stash. Late or not, it's coming, baby. That's right. Um, so uh, follow me on IG at R underscore G. You can follow me on IG at Corey Hilton 1. That's right. And if you need to send us your top five, if you need to send us your – um, just the general feedback of the show, email us at mostlyeverythingpodcast at gmail.com. We'll definitely respond to you. Um, one of the things I want to make sure um, that we give a shout out to is our listeners, yo. Like, yeah, we, we um, are nothing without you guys. Yeah, you guys keep us motivated. Yeah, you guys keep us um, keep us grounded. And we know we got to keep giving you this content. Yep, um, and this content you can listen to on iTunes Radio, iCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. That's five uh, different platforms to listen to um, mostly everything podcasts. Um, I'm roll right into people who sent us an email this week. Uh, shout out to my friend Calvin that I've known, whew, I don't know, it's been a while. For a long time, huh? Yeah, I remember I used to bust his ass up in hoops. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Don't start no beef on the podcast now. My fault, my fault, my fault. He'll be down here real soon. But anyway, he sent us um, his top five from last week. And our last week top five was um, cartoons as a kid. Yeah, like top, like top five TV, kids yeah. TV shows. That we yeah, kids TV up. shows, yeah. right. Um, and Calvin, I think he's like a year or two older than me. So um, his list was a little different. But he he, he had some gems on there. He did have some he gems. He had some gems. So number five for Calvin was Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. That's a good show. Great show. Um, Love the books. The books were better. Books were definitely better. Um, and the books were nice and simple. Um, and you know what I used to like about the books? What? The texture on the front. On the front, yeah. The, and the good, the word Goosebumps, and yeah. it had legit Goosebumps on it. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was fire. But anyway, that was a good show. Number four was Ghost Rider. Um, what was that? Do you know? So I think Ghost Rider was a show where um, kids, where a ghost was helping kids solve solve mysteries. Okay. So it, it was a good show. It's def it's definitely a throwback classic. Yeah, I will tell you that much. It's That's that old soul yeah. that he got living yeah. up in him. Um, number three for Calvin was Where in the World Was Car- Carmen San Diego? 
I mean, who didn't love Carmen Sandiego? Right, which she, is another throwback too. She, yeah, it is. She might have been my first um, Hispanic female. I was like, ooh la la. She had like a like a red fedora on, mm-hmm. and she had like a long red jacket, and you yeah. couldn't even find that. Bitch. No, you couldn't find her or Waldo. Oh, neither well one of them. Right. But I just want to let my listeners know that I am a fluent Spanish speaker. Uh-huh. Um, that's something I keep on in the raps. Um, I'm currently working on J- Japanese right now. <laughs> Shout out to Angie again. Shout out to Angie. Hope you're listening, girl. She listening. She said my top five was better. I forgot oh, to tell you. His number two, which I feel like was a good one. Like I was like, oh, this was the shit. It's C Bay and Jamal. C Bay and Jamal. Nice yeah, classic throwback. Uh Black kid and his um bear with his with his shades on and the hat tape backwards. Cool bear. I, I think that it came on like Channel Five, like Fox or something like that. Yo, Channel Five is New York, my guy. Nobody know about that in Baltimore. So what's that in Baltimore? What's Fox in Baltimore? I don't you know. Can't 15, even remember. 15, okay. 15, right. 15. Cool. Um, and then his number one show was Doug. Doug. Yeah. Quail Man. Quill Man and, and Patty Mayonnaise and um what's his friend name? Skeeter? Skeeter. 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 The purple dude? Yeah. He was kind of he was like black. Blue. Yeah. He was black. Basically. That's racist. Pur- oh, you so <laughs> black that you purple. Wow. Wow. Right on, I'm uh, sick right of this shit. Nah 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 nah. Wasn't that the thing song? Nah 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 nah. Doug? Yeah. I can't. Anyway, thanks for sending your top five in, Calvin. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all our other listeners as well, Mm -hmm. even though you didn't send your top five in. Still can roll them in. Listen to old episodes. We'll Mm -hmm. shout you out on the podcast. Definitely. Um, But thank you again. Um, We got two new comments on iTunes. Hello. iTunes is popping. It's popping. And we hype. I just want to shout out that we got five star rating, dog. Five star rating, nothing less, yo. yo so we have stars. we have eleven uh, ratings, ratings yep. and it's all five stars, five and star, we appreciate star. that, guys. So uh, our first uh, comment came from Inked uh, Jedi. Jedi. Thank yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> Inked Jedi, which is a friend of me and Reese's. Um, he said uh, he captioned a great podcast. The podcast is great. I truly enjoy the back and forth between the two hosts. That's me and Reese. Mm-hmm. It feels like I'm sitting down with two friends and shooting the breeze with them. That's me and Reese. <laughs> I enjoy the fact that they can talk about so many subjects openly and respect each other's opinions. That's, that's me and Reese. Reese. <laughs> and also, that's why we call it the Mostly Everything Podcast. Hey. If you enjoy a podcast with a smorgasbord of topics, deep talk, funny conversation, and just two best friends talking, this is for you. Oh, that was me and Reese. Hey, <laughs> shout out to you, Ink Jedi. I appreciate it, man. Uh, and everything, yo, you guys, I, I know you guys have lives um, outside of listening to uh, Corey and I talk. As he look back at the game right now, uh, Cleveland LeBron is playing uh, Toronto. Cleveland is up by seven. Yeah. Oh, Toronto's creeping. Yeah, seven minutes left. Right. LeBron is the greatest. Yeah, so we, we really appreciate that you guys took the time out to write this comment. So I'm going to read the second comment. By Miss Aisha, which is a mutual friend of uh, yeah. Corey and I again. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's she, my girl. she she titled it "My Aromatherapy." She says Ooh. she loved the podcast each week. I have anxiety, but when I listen to you guys, I'm very engaged. I feel like I'm right with y'all in the conversation. I'm I'm already a little crazy, but when I listen to you guys, it's very soothing. Just keep up the good work and much blessings. Thank you, Aisha. Oh, thanks, Aisha, for a little tip, man. And shout out to her daughter, uh, Chastity. She she listened to it too. Oh, shout out Chas. Okay, I didn't Holla. know that. Thank you for listening. Damn. Tell your friends, girl. And yeah, I think she's about to go to college soon. Oh yeah. Oh, we gotta get you some apparel. 
coming soon, guys. Oh yeah, okay. can like we t- can we talk about that real yeah, fast? You could you could drop it in there. So, um, you know, every every business or every small business or something like that, you know, um, look to promote in any way they can. And you know, one of the easiest ways to promote besides putting out the content is you know apparel. Yeah. So that's the same way how. You know, Nike promote themselves. They have their check. They have mm-hmm. their name on everything. So, uh, we we were looking into getting some T-shirts, possibly some dad hats, because of course that's super popular. Yeah. Um, and possibly some buttons and some um stickers, stickers as I'm, well. When we get those stickers, bro, we gonna put it all over the subway. All over New York subway. I'm just gonna be slapping them everywhere. I hope we don't get fined though. I hope nobody can see us and like snitch. You know. We'll figure that out. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. So, um, so <laughs> if you guys, so um, right now, t-shirts are on the board, um, hats are on the board, definitely stickers and pins. But if there's something else that you guys want, um, mm-hmm. if you would love to um, to to promote us and support us in any way you can, mm-hmm. um, email us at mostsayeverythingpodcast at gmail dot com. Let us know what you want, yo. Maybe, maybe if I get like a gym bag, I'll start going to the gym or something. Gym bags are cool. With mostly everything, but you know, a nice, a nice. But we can't. So we went some. We that went would to just a, be like a right, solo thing, right? We went to a company to um to see how much um some t-shirts are gonna cost because you mm-hmm. know we want to start out our sample small because right now there's no real demand for it, right? So um we went there and it costs it costs over a thousand dollars for like 30, 30 shirts New and York like prices. five hats. You know what? Since we're bringing that up, mm-hmm. if anyone is out there that does these things, yeah, hit us up and you could give us a little sample. Small bu- support small businesses, small oh. businesses support small businesses hey. to make big businesses, hey. to make that bank, Ooh. make the black dollars. I like that. So, small support small, hey. to make big, hey, hey, yeah. Yo, may- maybe, maybe we could be. Maybe we could be like Mario and uh and and the mushroom, you know, S- oh. small, and then we get the big, the, yeah. the big Mario. You feel me? You like the way how I switched that up? Huh? Yeah, I like that. I like right. that. So yeah, definitely hit us up. Let us know. Um, we're definitely open mm. to anything. Uh, definitely right now, t-shirts, hats, and like pins and stickers and stuff like that. Let us know. And then, and then, if you guys are interested in getting anything outside of that. Email us at mosteverythingpodcast at gmail.com and we will definitely um, hit you back with a response. Absolutely. Right. So we want to hit you guys with some updates. What's the first update? Corey? Update, update. My guy, James Shaw. James Shaw. So Jr. if you refer back to episode eight, was it? Last last week's episode. Yeah, yeah. last week's episode, we had um, Wolf House was turned up. Not in a positive way, all negative. But, um, Gentleman James Shaw has saved. Quick recap: He has saved um, a lot of people. It was mm-hmm. a gentleman that came in with a gun, started shooting. James Shaw saw an opportunity, presented himself to, you Dis- know, save disarm him. Yeah, to disarm him, so he disarmed him. Mm-hmm. So, um, James Shaw, Shaw is a true hero. Um, he was uh, he's raised one hundred eighty three thousand dollars for the victim from the shooting. Um, Let's applaud that man. Yeah. yeah. But, Shout out to him. but definitely this is he he raised one hundred and eighty three thousand dollars for the victims. This he was you could say that he was a victim, but unfortunately, I believe three or four people passed yeah, away. Yeah, four, I think. Yeah. Um, so he raised money to help their families, that you know, pay for funeral expenses and to pay for whatever else they need. Definitely a a selfless act. Um, shout out to James, man. Yeah, man, that's that's huge. He's a true hero. Right. And he was on. He was on Ellen, right? Yep, yep. He was on Ellen. Um, he's a huge fan of D Wade. Mm-hmm. D Wade left some. 
very nice comments with him. Mm-hmm. And I, um, didn't he give him twenty thousand dollars too? Yeah, he did. Yeah. What was it? I guess it was for the victims as well. He could he could do whatever he want with it, but from when he raised one hundred eighty three thousand, it it seems like um you know he's probably gonna give that away because he mm-hmm. does have a four year old a four year old daughter, and I think somebody said something along the lines of yo her college should be paid for. Yeah, yeah, that's a true hero. Right. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you, man. Uh, so. If you remember from episode 7, we spoke about two gentlemen who was arrested for simply having a seat waiting inside a Starbucks in Philadelphia, PA. And I love Philly, so this really hurts me. Um, well, good news. Mm-hmm. They settled with the state of Philly. Uh, well, the city of Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the city of Philly. For $1 each. Mm-hmm. And $1. Yes, that's right. $1. $1. They each accept $1. $1 slice of pizza. $1. And a-, a Washington. Yeah, that's four quarters. Well, eight quarters since it's one dollar each. Right, eight quarters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and two hundred thousand dollars, which will go towards a youth program for entrepreneurs. Let's applaud those men. Um, this this is huge, man. This is big. Um, for those because you know usually you know everybody jokes around and say yo. If I get hit by a car, like I'm, I'm getting millions or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. If this happened to me, I'm suing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and un- unfortunately, something like this happened. But these men turned around and made it a positive. They, they obviously money wasn't a factor to them. It's always giving back to the community, right. and for them to to have the two two hundred thousand dollars right there in their hands, right, to, hundred thousand right. dollars each. Mm-hmm. That could have changed their lives. I, but they put it into the future of the world. Right. Not just, I mean, it's young entrepreneurs, but it's mm-hmm. also a kid. You never know what these entrepreneurs are going to create and do that's going to have better help the world. Right. So they're doing something that's going to affect long term longevity. Right. Versus them going out, spending their money, starting their business, or right. whatever they wanted to do with it. Right. So I mean, that is huge. I mean, I'll be honest, that's a lot of money to let walk out. Mm-hmm. I would maybe half me personally. But to let everything that I just got back, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I applaud them and they are true heroes as well, um, for the future. Shout out to to those um those two gentlemen, man. Um, definitely giving back to the community, giving back to the youth, giving back to the future. Um, you guys are great. Um, again, money wasn't a factor to you. You're all about giving back, so we definitely give give you guys a shout out and a, and an applause. Um. I'm gonna call it audible here because mm-hmm. this isn't in our script that we write. So, guys, before each episode, we don't just randomly just uh, come up with topics as we record. So, beforehand, Corey and I get together. We talk about um, what's the most you know hot topics or the most um, something that we might want to speak about, right? And mm-hmm. that's going on right now on the social media or wherever. And you know we write it down in order, which how we want to do it, how we want to um, jet it down. And um, we already had this script written, but then I remembered something. What? I remember this whole DJ Khaled thing and oh, his um, wife. I his wife, right? So, so um, well before you, before you even go there, I heard this interview was three years ago. It was three four years ago yeah. on, on, okay. on the Breakfast Club. So okay. for some reason, it got resurfaced, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, everybody's talking about it when they could have been talking about Probably it back then, four years ago, or right. maybe they wasn't. We just missed it. We probably missed it. Whatever. Yeah, we definitely missed it. Um, yeah. So, what's your uh, what's your personal stance on on um, oral sex 
either towards the men because he he he's saying this is his stance on it, right? Mm-hmm. He'll say, okay, I'm the man of the house. Right. I take care of the bills. You like mm-hmm. your nice house. You like your cars. Right. I need to be pleased. I, 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 don't, I don't have to you know, reciprocate mm-hmm. to, towards you. That, that's basically what he's saying. That's exactly what he said. Right. That might have been verbatim. You're not reading out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I think I, but, I think I remember it quite well. Yeah. So I don't know if a lot of people know, but uh, DJ Khaled is like, he's like Jamaican or something. He's not. What is he? He's from the Middle East. Okay, he is. Yes, but he grew up around and he hung around. I, I would, I would say, because he, he's in the hip hop industry. So I, I no, would. But before I, that, remember he was in Shatter. Shoot, he was in, he was in Shot Yeah, Shatters. Shatters. Things. Right. Shatters things. <laughs> you do you do you remember anything from that movie? Not really. You don't remember anything from that. I movie. mean, no. here's my favorite scene from Shatters. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's when is when Biggs and and Errol was they were um they were kids right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so they were living with their grandmother. So the grandmother called them, Errol, come go on to the shop for me. Buy me two tin asadi and a bread. Right? She just said it just like that. That's my favorite scene. I, I love shatters. If we ever do a top five uh, 90s um, movie, is there's definitely going to be one of those. My, my list is going to be better. Okay. But continue. Whatever. Um, but yeah, go ahead. So he was in shatters. He was super skinny. And yeah, he, he like, he, I think he ba- he was based out of Miami or something like yeah, that. I, I don't really know a lot of he, a lot of his backstory. He, I don't I don't either. It's It's. It's long. It's been a long road for him. So right. for where he's at today is is huge, right. but um, like he's naturally like accepted by that community though. Right. And yeah, that you com- would say that, and yes. he'd be like, "Lion, yeah. bless up, bless, bless up, up. Yeah, yeah, right." Yeah. So that community has a stigma that they don't do that. Right. When so, they they probably then when Jamaican men probably the ones that invented that shit. Right. <laughs> so when he said it, I was like. Okay, um, and I automatically thought that he was like some type of island. Okay, so I, I related to other island men, right. and they don't do it. So I'm like, okay, it's fine because there's a whole bunch. Of, he's not the only one, right? People, and that's what people are looking at as as he's the only one. Do I agree with what he says or these other island people say? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. You gotta go down and get a full course meal sometimes, <laughs> you know. Okay, but. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm not I'm not mad at the man. Okay. You what's your opinion on? Uh, I mean, those things may be true, right? He takes care of the household. Um, it doesn't seem like his wife works. Um, no offense to her at all. Uh, she shouldn't. I mean, he's he's worth you know a lot of money. He has a lot of hits a on the charts. Money, yeah. So um, you know he he definitely should be providing for his wife. And for him to think that okay, he's the king of the the house or whatever the case is, um, he should be receiving and not you know giving. Um, I believe in equal partnership. Um, I, I do too. There's there's no I way. Can't agree with that. I I don't want to get too X-rated because um, I think this is the first time we actually spoke about anything sexual in this mm-hmm. podcast, but yeah. I'm going to try to keep it uh, PG because there might be uh, kids listening. It could be. Um, there's, there's nothing that that makes me feel um, that, satis- that satisfies me more or uh, makes me feel um, make, just, just makes me feel um, great 
is that that my partner is satisfied, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so whatever she wants, you know, she's she's most likely gonna get it, right? Um, I've been with the same woman for twelve years, mm-hmm. um, so you know, I I would say that you know we've we've experimented in 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 some ways, you know, um, more than others, but you know we don't get too crazy. Everything is pretty basic, but um, I I again I feel that my partner should be satisfied. Hundred percent. I agree. So for him to say that, okay, he's not doing it. Maybe he just. It, it maybe it's just a front. Maybe he's just saying <laughs> that because oh, everybody's watching. Right. Um. But I'm. I I, I would have to disagree with him. You, you can't have that mis- misogynistic approach and misogynistic well, attitude like to it? it. Okay, if she don't like it, then that's something oh, she, different. She don't really care for it. I'm because every girl likes it. That's but that she don't really care for it. That's something that's different. If she if it's something that again, if it's not part of her um if she doesn't like it, if if it's not something that she cares for, mm-hmm. then we don't have to do it. Right. But if it makes me feel good to do it, then okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. You better get that Regardless. Meal. Right. You gotta eat. Man's gotta eat. <laughs> so DJ Catlin eat. So um so yeah, I mean again. But the, I think the way that he it came across was like misogynistic, and mm-hmm. he's not giving up. And then you know, um, people are saying, "Yo, you're mad fat. Like, what else? What else? Like, what <laughs> else you can you do?" Did you see the with him stroking? Yes, the, yo, I don't know what he was doing, but whatever. I don't know what he was doing either. But right. That so, shit, yo, internet is really undefeated. It's like one versus a billions. It will always will be, son. It, yeah. Everybody got jokes out of everything. Everything. Um, Even, well, we'll get to that. Right, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. So, um, so yeah, my stance is, you know, I, I disagree. Um, you should be able to um, satisfy your wife. You shouldn't think that, okay, I should be able to just lay back and chill. You know, marriage is an equal partnership. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's fifty fifty. There's no sixty forty nope. or eighty twenty. Nope. That's how you know people get divorced and people end up um, resenting one another. Um, you know, it, it it just has to be on an equal um, an equal scale. I think. I agree. Um, so. I, I agree with your, your point. I definitely agree with your point. Right. All right. So, but on another on a nigga tripping. At the end of the day, he tripping. But let to, to, you know how I like to see things from two sides right. or three sides. Right. Their sides and my side, mm-hmm. that nigga tripping. <laughs> All right, so let's get back on the script. All right, so back we, on the script. That that was a little bit audible. That wasn't on the script. Now I completely we forgot the about script. that too. All right, so, so um, what's going on? We're in gonna Seattle? jump in. We're gonna jump in something um, that I think all fifty states should adapt to. Um, or, yeah, all fifty states. Seattle, Washington has filed a motion to vacate all convicts of, uh, and drop all charges for marijuana possessions for anyone arrested in the city over the last thirty years. I applaud that state or city. Sorry. <laughs> so Seattle, watch. So this whole marijuana thing has been like a huge, a huge deal. As Corey looks behind him now, Cleveland is up one on one to ninety eight. Toronto ninety eight. So it's how many? Many and twenty five seconds left. Mm, we'll see. All right. So, <laughs> um, so this is huge because again, this is not for the distributors. This is for the people who got arrested. Possession for of mar- possession, marijuana, right. and we know that uh, marijuana is all acceptable now. People are mm-hmm. opening marijuana the stores. White the white, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the the Caucasians. They just one across the street from my job. Wow, it's called Maidman. They and have a, um, it's like a uh, chain, whatever it's called. 
and it, in, in, in Union Square, they have like a truck that's going around yeah, with like um, lo- lollipops flavored yeah. marijuana. But you got um, a black person who's in jail just because he got caught with maybe a, cu- a couple a couple grams of cocaine or a couple um, pounds of cocaine or whatever. Co- Why am I saying cocaine? I a pack of marijuana. A, pa- a pack of um, like some ounces of marijuana mm-hmm. or a couple pounds of marijuana and destroyed and, his whole life. Right, and he's he he has a felon. He's mm-hmm. he has twenty years in prison. So applaud Seattle. They would definitely want to turn over um, all those charges. So I mean, I hope that I hope the motion does get uh, granted. Or whatever, but my my question um, to the motion would be, um, okay, let's say they said over the last thirty years, let's say somebody been in jail for the last ten years, and then you know everything is um, all tried, all charges gonna get dropped. Let's say they're just in jail for possession of marijuana, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and remind you, listeners, this is not for distributors. There's people with possession. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what the law is, possession law is in. Seattle, but whatever it is, they've been in jail for the last two years. They go, they come out, clear record. They go try to get a job. Their resume is blank for ten years. Yeah. What are you going to say to the person interviewing you, and how is that going to reflect against you getting a job? Right. That will be something they will have to look at if the motion is granted. You know, Seattle, call me. We can work this out. Um, you can email us at mostly everything podcast at gmail.com. Also, also, I think that um, since they want to turn over thing, you know, and vacate it, and people are going to get released potentially, um, you know, this should help them mm-hmm. get some kind of work release right. program or I, help them get a job see, and be like, hey, we filed this and this because you know somebody coming into an interview saying that hey I was locked up for ten years mm-hmm. but then Seattle just filed a motion I don't think their word will will hold merit versus mm-hmm. if there's like um I don't know a letter maybe a even letter from with the them state or, or the city right right because you know for somebody who's been locked up ten years think about how fast technology have advanced think about think they about um, no email is I, don't th- I joined Twitter in 2009 and it wasn't nearly as popular as it is now mm-hmm. so uh, imagine that that aspect of it. imagine uber maybe the person who's released uh, from you know from getting possession of marijuana maybe they become just drivers like uber drivers right but um but with that in their background let's see if they even get a job that's true. So, and then what type of job? Because they lost 10 years of their life. Right. Um, um, but, yo, shout out to Seattle. Let's, let's yeah. We'll, we'll definitely up, update you guys on, um, on, oh, on this Yeah, we'll thing. keep you posted on yeah. that one, as we always do. Mm-hmm. So, I got some good news. Hey, talk to me. AMC is bringing back $5 Movie Tuesdays. Something about that number five makes people happy. Oh, yeah. Five, top five? Top five. $5 movies? Mm-hmm. Five dollar drinks, mm-hmm. five dollar wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho, um, for good, this is gonna be a permanent staple in AMC movies. All you need to have is the movie stub, the AMC stub pass, which, which, is, which free. is free. Yeah. You, you sign, sign up, up for, for it, it, and every Tuesday you get to go to the movies. They will charge additional for IMAX and 3D, which is which is acceptable. Mm-hmm. But on top of it, you get a small popcorn, Ooh. a small drink for five dollars as well on Bruh. Tuesdays. So, bruh, you know yeah. how much them popcorns cost? How much? Once a small a, a small popcorn is like six dollars and change, and you getting it for five dollars, and you getting it for five dollars plus you get a small that drink. drink. That's not bad. That's great. And I'm still sneaking snacks in the movie, so all the years you didn't put me in pressure. Last time I went to the movies, <laughs> yo, 
I bought like a um, a Dasani and I put it inside my jean jacket, right? Then mm-hmm. I bought a can of Pringles, like the big can of Pringles. <laughs> I put it in my other side it was of my Dwayne jean Reed. jacket. Right, Dwayne Reed, just <laughs> just pull up. And then, of course, they don't pat search you. No, they can't. So they just check my backpack, yeah. bro, and there ain't nothing in there. I'm right. smart enough to not put anything in there. Yeah, so that's $10, um, hours, 20 hours for movie day on Tuesdays. Which one you rather, AMC or Regal? All right, so we, we had to take a uh, break in the podcast because we just watched the greatest NBA player ever, King James, win the game yet again for the Cleveland um, to beat Toronto. Toronto. It's LeBronto. LeBronto. I'm sorry. But to your question, Reese, I prefer AMC, and that's what okay. I grew up on. Mm-hmm. But I do like the real card. Um, I want, me and my wife wanted to go see The Quiet Place a couple, like two, maybe a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pulled up, and I was like, yo, she like, you got a Regal card? I was like, already? She was like, bet, what's your number? I said, chill, babe. I was like, I got a wife. She like, oh, my fault. But I just need your number to right. get the card. I was like, oh, my fault. I thought she was just trying to make some advances. Right. And she was like, all right, so what's your number? I was like, oh, bet. You know, boom, boom, boom. X-Y-Z. Bang, bang, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you know so, what it is, too? And the fact that it's a lot easier with the Regal because now there's an app. Because before... I didn't know cause me, Yeah, me and my wife, we, um, we, back in the day, like, we used to go to, like, movies, like, on the day that it come out. Like, um, we'll be in Friday Times Square. Nights. Right, so we'll, we'll be there. But then after a while, you know, we get busy, more busy with work, so we didn't get a chance. So... We had, I think we had Regal or AMC card, but we kept losing them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think one day we went sometime last like and they were like, you know, there's an app now, right? Which I works but works that. out perfectly. All you got to do is um, launch the app, um, flip around your barcode to scan, and, and they'll scan, scan it, it for you and you load your points. That's, low, that's love. You, right. you know they got that Chick-fil-A too, right? I'm aware. Because I think the last time we went to Chick-fil-A, you stole my points because I couldn't yeah, find my you, card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then I you ended you ended up with a free treat, huh? I did. It was delicious, sucker. But anyway, so we wanted to go see Quiet Place uh, mm-hmm. for free, and I didn't even know I had the um, free tickets. Right. So I was like, "Damn, son, you looked out." So mm-hmm. you saved me about fifty dollars. Boom. Oh, and you was talking about when you went to move, you had your um your Capri. What you had, Capri Sun? No, I had uh had Dasani. Dasani, my fault. I had Dasani water, water. Uh, and then and I had Pringles. my Pringles. Mm-hmm. Right. Last time we, but the time before we went to the movies, I forgot what we wanted to go see. Is it um, um Barrel Hall, the one right there, that mm-hmm. Regal? Mm-hmm. It's a um, uh, those Dos Toros. You snuck yeah. those Toros into Raw. the movie theater, my dude. Two burritos, my guy. Wow. <laughs> this guy's undefeated. Anyway, so guys, Tuesdays go to the movies. That's the best day. Mm-hmm. Um, ten dollars per person. Um, for five per person. It's actually five for just to get in the movies. Yeah. And then if you want popcorn and a drink, ten uh, extra five, so ten dollars. So you talking about twenty dollar date? Twenty dollar date. You baby. know that ain't bad at all. All right, guys. So um, another day, another discrimination. Cops were called from um, in an apartment building in the Upper West Side. Um, the subject's name is Darren Martin. He was moving late at night um, when he found himself surrounded by three cops. Um, but in a total, six cops responded. Um, he's he's a six former cops. right. Six cops pulled up. He's a former um, staffer from the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. I think he was finished doing whatever he was doing in D.C. He moved from Washington D.C. to the Upper West Side. It was late. 
Because um, he's so, a busy man. Right, right. He worked under the Obama administration. Right. Let's just make that clear. Right. So, so, so I, I think maybe that's the best time that he could fit into like moving move stuff right. from his truck or whatever the case is. So this, the team spent, um, the cops spent about ten minutes with him. They said they wanted to confirm that he lived there. So supposedly, one of the cops actually played back. One of the cops reached out to the dispatcher, and the dispatcher said, hey, what did you hear on the call? Um, and they said, the dispatcher said that um, we have a African-American male seems to be breaking into an apartment with a large tool. And that tool happened to be, what What was the tool? His house key. His key. The tool that opens the door. Right. So, Keys open doors. Right. So he, <laughs> he, he was actually surrounded by, by three cops that, that were present. And he actually pulled up Facebook Live or IG Live. IG Live. I forgot which one that one was. One of those live things. So... So um, he pulled it out and he was just trying to explain like, yo, um, I can't even imagine how he feels. Right. Mm -hmm. Coming from Washington, D.C., in the Obama administration, in the White House, then to come to moving from from there to Upper West Side, where the rent is probably three thousand three thousand dollars for a studio uh, for like a one bedroom, a cubbyhole, right? Um, and you would think that these people will be more um, understanding, but now nah, they call the Costco. They seem like a black man moving his stuff from. He probably had a U-Haul truck outside. He's moving it upstairs, right? And it, it looks like he was moving by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he looked like he, he didn't, didn't have, have help. anybody yeah. to help him out. So, uh, and he was in like a tank top and Chilling. who the hell would break into the apartment? In, in a tank top and um, and it and wasn't late moving it, stuff. It, it was late, but it, was it wasn't dark. late. Right? Yeah, it was dark. So it was sometime after eight, probably. Right. And and this is summertime now. Yeah. So it, it, it the, gets the, later. the later, yeah, the later it gets, it's, it's probably still a little bit of summer. Yeah. Sometimes. So yeah. it was just sad. Right. Um, it's unfortunate that we still we're still getting profile. We're still getting um, looked down upon. Right. Um, oh. And uh, for the listeners that don't know Upper West Side of New York, it's, it's, it's gentrified now. That's where the white mm-hmm. people live at. They didn't raise the rent. It's closer to Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's just like it's gentrified. So they see a black man pulling in. Oh, he can't. So basically they say. I take it as oh he can't afford to rent here right and everything <laughs> I, just, I just and you can't put it past people who who would who would assume that right You'd be like right. yeah that's probably the case but um it's, it's it's a real unfortunate situation so now how you think he feels about his neighbors right he can't even trust his neighbors yeah he can't even trust his neighbors well at least he know they'll call if just in case somebody is breaking the house exactly <laughs> you always gotta look at the positive out of this negative stuff but it's definitely not nothing positive about that right. All right, so we have um, something strange. Strange, um, definitely strange. It's, I would say it's news. So, um, Sansbury, right? Sansbury um, is a company that created a touch-free packaging, so people who are particularly turned off by touching raw meat won't have to. They made a tearaway and tip package, which, if you like a small package with the raw meat inside, whether it's chicken or fish or whatever the case is, so they tear it off and they dump it in the frying pan. My question is, where the <laughs> fuck is the salt, the 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 onion powder, the garlic, the onions, the pepper? Anything. When you gonna the, wash your the meat? Black, the black um the black pepper. The you, when you gonna the rub your chicken? When are you gonna pause? When are you gonna rub your meat down with some lime? Like what's up? <laughs> These uh, these Caucasians that that don't even uh, put seasoning in 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 their in their food, 
Get out of here, bro. Oh God. So I'm I, I'm kind of new to the to the cooking thing. I I, I want to say because I, I never I, I never really cooked. You know, just just all willy nilly like mm-hmm. that. So um since since we moved to this um to this house that we're in, um of course you know we were with living with our parents. Not ashamed to say that. Um Ain't so of course you saved some money, right? Man. So they they were able Bless to up. you know cook for us. So whatever the case is, so. Um, so we would buy chicken every once in a while. Of course, we would. Um, first thing I would do, just you know, run, run a little bit of water in it, put in a little bit of um, like water, right? Mm-hmm. So I would take I would take my lime, cut it in half, mm-hmm. and you rub rub. Is lemon or lime? It's lemon, lemon yeah. not lime. Yeah. So I think rub, you can use both though. You can use both. I think so. Well, one of the things you want to do too is just cut the extra excess fat mm-hmm. off of yeah, your chicken. Absolutely. Right? Um and then you rub rub it down rub it down with your lemon mm-hmm. rub it all over it just to get that little raw smell out of there right yep and then after that I would uh I grab my salt I grab my black pepper mm-hmm. I grab my adobo right mm-hmm. I grab my paprika okay. <laughs> I grab my onion powder I I could use garlic and raw garlic um yeah, as well I do too um get some onions mm-hmm. cut that sucker Sound put good. it in there you know you just shake it up a little bit yeah. well what else hold on let me let me see what's in my cabinet hold on hold on let me see if I <laughs> why he go look in his cabinet um I just don't get why people scared to touch raw meat it's not like you can't put gloves on you got people out here wiping picking up dog shit every day but you don't want to touch no something that's gonna keep you alive. What's that? What's that? You you got your people out there letting the dogs lick you in your mouth. Right after and they lick somebody out, another dog ass. And then you don't want to come in. So I got you got your paprika here, right? Mm-hmm. You got your, he got, got that your good shit, that McCormick. McCormick, baby. We don't spare any expenses. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a rhyme. Oh, McCormick, baby. We don't spare any expenses, baby. Oh, uh-huh. hey, hold that. Hold that. I think Mary Reese in the end of the day might be rappers. He got his Mrs. Dash. Mrs. Dash right here. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Dash again. Oh, it didn't say garlic and herb, but garlic and herb. I don't think they can hear me, so you gotta say. Oh, that. oh, he got the garlic and herb, Mrs. Dash. He got the Larrys, Mike Larrys, season all. Okay. What else you got in there? Hold on. He looking. You got What's some that? Vegetables. It got some vegetable. You got some. Uh, vegetable. What the fuck? It's some, it's some spices. Some you know vegetable spice? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm skeptical yeah. about that one, listeners. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about over there about the vegetable shit. You got the adobo. You, got the adobo. you gotta have that. You gotta I, have you that. know, Goyo is. Go- oh, I'm tripping. Doyo is go- the adobo. You got the adobo if you don't know so. You hear me? Yeah, fabuloso. Okay. That's uh, what you do. To get that chicken right. Get the chicken right. Get it. Get it flavorful. Don't have it bland. I don't know much because I'm pretty sure because we have some Caribbean people who make their own seasoning. Mm-hmm. My my aunt does. She makes her own seasoning and, and spices. Keep, keep it in the fridge. Yep. And then when she finished, just pour it on the chicken. Let it sit overnight for like 12 hours or 24 hours. That sounds good. And put it in the grill or fry it or whatever you want. Definitely gonna have to give me something to eat tonight. I'm hungry. Uh, it's, it's late, bro. It's it's so much. in New York out. City. This is true. <laughs> um. So what we want to know what you think about before we jump into the next topic. We we want to know what you think about um this you touching your meat, your chicken, mm-hmm. your raw meat, mm-hmm. and what you think about this what is it called terror terror and poor topic terror and ripping terror. What is it? Uh, it's a tear away and tip. Yeah, tear away and tip. tip so you tear away the top and, then, and you tip the bag into the thing. 
without um, any kind of seasoning w- or, or washing your shit. Right. Um. Right. So let us know what you think about that. We think it's strange that um people are scared. Another note. Um. On a positive note, we're gonna jump into a positive note. This young lady named Jasmine Harrison from Greensboro, North Carolina, was accepted to 113 colleges with a, um, and 4.5 million dollars in scholarships. Mm-hmm. Um, she is planning to graduate this year with a 4.0 GPA. Shout she was you, 17 years old, mm-hmm. so shout out to you, girl. Go Jasmine. 113 colleges. Um, she plans to go to Bennett College for a full ride with it, which is a women's. Um, HBCU Yes HBCU And she's going to major in biology And plans to pursue a career as a, a NICU nurse mm-hmm. Shout out to you Yeah and um, the NICU they work with like infants Oh and, for like, the people that don't know Yes the and newborns stuff like and stuff that, like yeah. that Keeping them healthy Making sure they're breathing right yeah. You know make sure they're shitting daily All that good stuff you know what I mean um, But shout out to you Jasmine Make we, the world a better place. We see you, baby. We appreciate you. Um, every single accomplishment that we ever read on here where um, someone um, gets accepted to colleges, um, it's definitely motivation mm-hmm. um, because it's not too late to go to college. But these these kids who has – I think these kids coming up in the social media age, they have a lot more distraction than oh, we absolutely. had growing up. Absolutely. So for them to excel in, in, um, in high and, and get accepted to so many colleges, mm-hmm. get accepted. And get those full ride scholarships where the parents don't have to pay for anything. Yep. Um, that's that's nothing but love, it's, man. We definitely appreciate you guys. And, and you know, we also want to get the positive content out there about us, our, our people, mm-hmm. and just about anything in the world. It doesn't have to just be about us. Um, it could be about anybody that's doing anything positive in the world because um, the platforms that's out there, Fox News, mm-hmm. CNN, whoever you have. Uh, they mostly put out negative um, stuff right. to keep. One, it scares people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are scared to listen to the news, and two, and a lot of it, that's all they have. They don't have any real life experience with right. other people, so they latch on to whatever negativity yeah. they see on on, on TV. the news. Right. And it's a way to keep the viewers up. It's it's all a scheme. Everything's a money scheme. It's a way to keep the viewers up. It's a way to um, generate ads or mm-hmm. commercials mm-hmm. at that time of their showing. Right. Um, all of it's for the money. And if you don't have views, people are not going to want to air uh, while you're show, doing your time show slot. Mm-hmm. That's why April. Oh, I said April. Oprah and Ellen are, are able to make so much money on mm-hmm. their talk shows. Yeah. Um, but and they also put out positive content as right, well. Right. But these news channels, they just keep this negative content out there. And I'm sick of all the negativity in the world. Yep. Why can't we just love like Kanye say? Oh, speaking of Kanye, here we go. I don't know what to say about Kanye. Um, we we we're uh, recording this podcast days after everybody already spoke about it, so we've been itching to kind of get together and and discuss it. But it's it it's 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 I don't know what's going on in so, his mind. So what did he do? Let's talk about what he said. What what every why is everybody talking about Kanye right now? Let's talk about that. So I think he he's of course he has music coming out. While while I don't think this is like shameless and like um low down kind of promotion for for his albums that he had producing for um for for the for his own album coming out for Tiana Taylor's album coming out for supposedly he has a project with Nas coming out with him and Kid Cudi they got an album mm-hmm. coming out. 
um, besides all of that, w- without that, we just got to check to make sure that Kanye is okay. I mean, you know, the the fame and the fortune could uh, could get to you, mm-hmm. but um, he's. I think he's in a place right now where he just agree with everything. He he just said that yo, I like Trump. <laughs> but but he doesn't know anything that Trump stands for. Right. He just I mean, does he just, anybody know? He he just you know that Trump Trump is a big you know that he's a he's a he's a sexual um harasser. Sexual you know predator. predator, right? You know that he's an idiot who's mm-hmm. in office. We we know the pretty we basically know the basics yeah. of what Trump stands for. And for Kanye to align himself with Trump is gonna turn everybody else off. And yeah, and and we we like you said, we know what Trump stands for and um, we know what he doesn't stand for. Right. So, for the things that we've witnessed, he's been in office since what last since January. It's about to be two years, like next January, I think. I think he has two, two years, years since next January. Yeah, yeah. He, he took yeah. office twenty seventeen. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, and, and the things that he said, we we can we can read between lines. We yeah. know what he stands for. Yeah. Um, now. There's a lot of things we could say about this. This this topic can be a whole nother podcast. It can be episode ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I I will say there's a lot of things I listened to, a lot of things I read, a lot of things I heard. Um, and someone mentioned that back in the day, um, probably like ten, probably like yeah, ten fifteen years ago, a lot of rappers used to want to hang around Donald Trump. Right. Um, he was they, in Home Alone too. Yeah, he was. Yeah, in Home he, Alone he made too. A, he made a cameo. Yeah. Um. They rapped about him. They said things about him, but that was before um, we knew him in the public figure as who he is today. Right. So every day his life is monitored, mm-hmm. and every day his actions show, um, you know, different things. And the words that he come out of his mouth, the phrases, the statements that he utters out of his mouth, mm-hmm. um, it sh- it shows the type of person who he really is. Right. So. Um, those artists that used him or hung around him or thought he was cool, um, it, they have a different perspective on him now, right. and this is what they see now. Mm-hmm. Um, back to Kanye, um, you know, he said um, the, what blew up was the thing he said about if slavery was an um, option. It was a right. choice. No, yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry. Slavery was a choice. And of course, black black Twitter took that and ran with it, which oh was hilarious. God, which but, was very hilarious. But uh, but yeah, he said he, he claimed that um, four hundred years, four hundred years of slavery, and mm-hmm. it was a, it was it was a lot of y'all. It sounds like slavery was a choice. So, yeah. Something along yeah. those lines. Yep, that's exactly what he said. Yeah. Now, again, you know me. I like to look at things from both sides, right? So when he said slavery was a choice, I didn't get upset. Because I don't know how many of my friends, but I know when I was in high school, <clears throat> not high school, when I was in school and I was learning about these things, I'm like, these niggas tripping. Ain't nobody going to be beating me and telling me what I'm going to do or whatever. And I was like, I'll beat that nigga up, right? That was always my mindset. That's right. always what I thought. So I think what he was trying to convey was that we we had the amount of people to overpower Four or five white people or whatever Because it was thousands and millions of us Who were slaves But Kanye has to remember That was 400 years ago And 400 years ago we wasn't educated We wasn't We didn't. We couldn't, we could barely read It was like very far and few who could read Or who can write or whatever So their mind state wasn't That this is wrong They didn't know no better So as 400 years went on which is a fucking long time. Right. 
they you found certain people who could read, who could write, who taught themselves all this stuff and realized this wasn't right. And they basically walked out of the situation um, because it wasn't a law. I mean, even if it was a law, it was it's unethical. So it should never have been a law right. if it was. I mean, technically it was a law, mm-hmm. I guess. But um, it's, 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 it's disheartening that he could even make a statement like that. And he made some great songs that talked about things about slavery and stuff like that and then some things like he what is was the what's the word I'm, I'm about to use um self-contradicted himself on mm-hmm. a lot of this music that he's created um and it's it's disheartening man like i think i want i wish i could i thought i wrote notes down but he said something on the interview with charlamagne that stuck out to me and i basically um is that He's in the point, he's at the point in his career, oh, I know what it was. He's at the point in his career where um, he's trying to top himself. And people with a mind like Kanye West cannot do that. And when they can't, they they go crazy. Mm-hmm. He's not the first person who did this. Um, he made the, the comment he made was that his radio play isn't the same as graduation. But his music, he feel like his music is just as good and or better than graduation. So um, he said, since the Taylor Swift incident, his music play has went down on the radio, mm-hmm. and that generates to financial gain for him, right. and you know, and streaming and all that stuff or whatever. Because the radio is how you get it out there mm-hmm. to the people and to make you want to listen to more of him. So once he said that, I said, oh, okay, I see what the issue is. He He's trying to be better than what he was, um, and because they're not playing music, his music the way he feel like they should, because they was everything from graduation made it on the radio. Right. I pro- it's probably like one or two songs that didn't make it, but um, because they're not playing his music on the radio, he feel like he's not as good as he is. So he's just pushing to be harder, but it's mentally fucking with his brain, right. and he's not producing to himself. People are harder on themselves than we are. Kanye mm. is a great artist at the end of the day, mm. but I think he wants to be better. Be, but because his music is not getting played, he doesn't see himself evolving from what graduation was. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a mental thing. It's 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 all in his mind. Yeah, it's it's definitely you got to think about it, the mental um, stability of a person. You got to think about um, the stress that they own because he was on the Yeezus tour when um, his wife got robbed, wow, held right. at gunpoint. Spoke about that. Yeah. Um, you have to think what's going on in somebody's mind where the person you love, the person, the mother of your children, is is um, almost pretty much almost died, yeah. right? Um, so that could take a toll. Um, he said he was on opioids. Um, he was addicted to opioids. He said he had right. liposuction. Yeah, I didn't know um, about the liposuction. Me neither, because he said that he claimed that the media, um, he wanted yes. to look good for the media. He right. didn't want to look fat like Rob Kardashian and right. the way and how I make jokes about him. So it's really him. It's been him being hard on himself, but continue. Right. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I was, uh, I was always a, a Kanye fan, right? Um, I remember in high school when I first saw the, the Through the Wire video, and um, I saw his name pop up. I'm like, I couldn't pronounce it right. I was like, is that Kane? Kane West? Who the hell is Kane West? <laughs> so find out his name was Kanye, and then every single time he used to go around with this, with this, um, with his backpack. And uh, actually, about yeah. a week ago, I ordered a, a little pin. 
um, with Kanye that. in the in the in the um, college dropout in mm-hmm. the bear in yeah, the bear yeah. suit that that he wore, um, and I got that from Good Supply. Um, uh, good supply um, pin company where they have a lot of pins, a lot of hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them. Um, they for so for right your denim jacket for my denim jacket. That you right, got your Dasani and Pringles in. Yes. Okay. All right, so um, <laughs> so definitely. So I ordered that pin. Just at, I, 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 first of all, I thought it was hot, but just as a reminder of, damn, uh, Kanye. He meant so much to hip hop. A lot of people look up to him. He was just a lonely producer, you know, producing for Jay Z, producing Jay Z's black album. Mm-hmm. Just somebody in in the like in the background. But now he got his opportunity to be in the forefront, and right. he's making great success. Um, you know, unfortunately, his mom passed away, so that's, that's another that helped him. That, that that's another stressor. But yes. Kanye can't. Just be saying shit for shock value. You can't just can't, say, right. especially with especially a, with with the, with the, the whole Donald Trump thing, saying, "Hey, I like this guy," but you don't know any of his policies, mm-hmm. and you don't know what he stands for. You just like him just because you like him. And um, when he went to TMZ, um, shout out to Van Lathan, who has another yes. podcast that I listen to. No, I um, yeah, it's called The Red Pill. So he he talked to Grace. He talked to um, Master P. He spoke to uh, Dame Dash. He spoke to Drake's father. Oh, that's um, some good people. Yeah, so, so it's called the Red Pill Podcast. I'm not listening to that. But yeah. Master P, um, he's the shit. Yeah. But that's another story. Yeah. Um, so when uh, Kanye, so it was Kanye had the, um, so the the video, the interview was him and Charlamagne came out. Then a couple hours later, he went to, which was recorded a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Then after that, that came out early in the morning and the afternoon he went to TMZ and he spoke about, he did, he said that slavery comment. So I just want to play a little bit of it about Van Lathan said to, to him, um, put him in his place. So uh, here it is. 400 years. For 400 years? That sounds like a choice. <laughs> like, you was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all? You know, like, it's like we're, we're mentally in prison. I like the word prison because slavery goes di- too, too direct to the uh, idea of blacks. It's like slavery, Holocaust, Holocaust Jews, uh, slavery is blacks. So prison is something that unites us as one race, blacks and whites being one race, uh, that we're, one, we're, we're the human race. Do you feel that I'm feeling? Do do you feel that I'm being free and I'm thinking free? I, I actually I actually don't think you're thinking anything. I think what you're doing right now is actually the absence of thought. And the reason why I feel like that is because, because Kanye, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever you want. But there is fact and real world, real life consequence behind everything that you just said. And while you are making music and being an artist and living the life that you've earned by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal with the marginalization that has come from the 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice. Frankly, I'm disappointed, I'm appalled, and brother, I am unbelievably hurt by the fact that you have morphed into something, to me, that's not real. Woo! That's Van Lathan, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he works at TMZ, but again, he has um, he has a podcast called the Red Pill Podcast. Um, he spoke about this, um, his interaction with Kanye, and then I believe after they had a phone conversation as well. So I hundred percent agree with everything that Van said. Um, he he's Kanye is just not thinking right now. 
he he wants to sit down and have these conversations and say that he's a free thinker um i'm don't label me um don't marginalize me i'm I'm more than what you see i'm more than this more than that just just talk about the facts man just just yeah. promote your music that nobody's probably gonna listen to anymore um we're gonna i'm i'm uh it's it's just crazy i i don't i didn't expect anything like that from kanye but um i think we done talking about kanye no we not because um he said in that video, he said, um, he, he tried to justify himself by making, he tried to justify himself a little bit by saying prisoners, prisoners instead of, um, instead Slavery. of slaves. And which, then after he said that, um, that choice thing, he did backpedal a little bit and just said that mm-hmm. yeah, we're mentally in prison. Right. So I think, uh, what he was trying to say is understandable is the way it came out. And is and you you probably heard this saying before. It's, it's perception versus reality. Right. The reality is the perception of what he said that slavery was a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality of it was he was trying to say that we are uh, mentally enslaved, like you was about. To, we was we still slaves right. to this day. But. So, you, or you could say in a, in a you could say in a, in a in another way you could say okay. We've experienced 400 years of physical slavery. Mm-hmm. Let's not let it be another 400 years of mental slavery. Right, right. So, it's a lot of different ways he could have worded it. Right. Um, hopefully, nah, he fucked up. Mm-mm. Nope. Let's, let's just see how it plays out. Um, let's just see if it, if it hurts the sales because people is not messing with Kanye uh, right now. Are you going to listen to his album? <sighs> I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, that's how I feel. I'm on I don't know page, but I have title. It's gonna be there. It's gonna be there. I already paid for it's it. It's gonna be in your face. I already paid for it. Right. Unless Jay Z is so pissed off at him that he might not even put it on title. Right, right. Um speaking of that, um, I want y'all to go to our IG, my IG and or um the mostly everything podcast IG. What's your IG? Um Team Court no, I'm sorry. My IG is Corey Hilton One. Mm-hmm. Um and watch my IG story. Because I had a reaction to um, Kanye's new song called Lift Yourself. Uh, Lift Yourself, yes. Um, And it's pretty funny. Reese caught me in a moment. But um, enough of Kanye. I mean, we can go on and on and on and on. I don't want to make this all about Kanye. No, no, uh, because that's what he wants. People are talking about him, so I guess so. All right, (laughs) so we're going to start our sports section. Right. Uh, so we know uh, last week was the NFL draft, which was which we were very that was excited a good draft. for. It was a good draft. It was a really good draft. Right. So we know that uh, Baker Mayfield went number one quarterback mm-hmm. out of Oklahoma. Went number one overall to Cleveland Browns. Uh, and Sam Donald went to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, third overall. Josh Allen went seven overall to the Buffalo Bills, and Josh Rosen went tenth overall to Cardinals, as well as what my guy. What did number I eight. did you not call it? it. You did not call it. I'm like, yo, y'all gonna draft a quarterback? And I and I said, nah, I definitely denied it. But they picked up Lamar Jackson, num- who's gonna win number eight, last mm-hmm. pick of the first round. Mm-hmm. And his thing was he gonna win the Ravens Super Bowl. Right. So I'm saying Ravens about to get that number three Super Bowl in a couple years. So he's so happy. He he, <laughs> he was a real dynamic um college um 
a playmaker pretty much. He played quarterback, but he also ran the ball well. He mm-hmm. he won the Heisman Trophy, I believe, his junior or his sophomore season. I think it was sophomore season, right. and also the his numbers his sophomore senior. I mean, his junior and senior season was better than his sophomore season right. when he won the Heisman. Right, right. So that means. <laughs> he, he he done leveled up. He leveled up. So um, so he took it to another level. So I think that's the most ever quarterbacks drafted in the Five. first round. Five quarterbacks yeah. in the first round. It was a good draft. It was a lot of trade up, trade backs, mm-hmm. piggybacks. Um, a lot of people were shocked that Baker Mayfield went one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited on what the um Ravens has have done in their draft. Mm-hmm. Um, we picked up two tight ends. Um, the quarterback. And I think we got a wide receiver and um, an offensive tackle. We cleaned up with the people who protected Baker Mayfield, who actually won one. Right. I think we picked two people from their team, two a tight end and um, an offensive lineman who is the son of uh, one of a Ravens. Um, I think he's in Ravens Hall of Fame. Um, Orlando Brown, mm-hmm. Zeus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he played with the Ravens for six years. He was uh, he was he was really good. I feel like he was on that two thousand squad when they won that title. Right. I gotta think back. I gotta look it up. But um, they picked up his son. His son actually wrote Ozzie Newsom a letter. It's like I want to play. I want to you know. I want to. I want to. You know, for my dad because he's yeah. dead now. His yeah. dad, rest in peace to his father. Um, shout out to that young gentleman. But he played with the Oklahoma Sumers. He was a blocker for Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. and we picked up a tight end. Um, and I, I'm I'm happy with the draft. Um, you know, a lot of people go on draft and they come on trying to drown for the field. Right. I know we're gonna get somebody out of that. Mm-hmm. I think my offense is set to go. Um, I feel like the defense is solid. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're gonna win the Super Bowl. All right, uh, but again, the Jaguars are going to be in your way. So we picked up first round, which is a surprise to me. We picked 29th. It's the first time in about five or six seasons we didn't pick within the first eight eight picks oh, or something Jesus like that. So, um, so we had to wait a little bit, but we ended up getting the guy that we wanted, uh, defensive tackle Taven Bryan from uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a couple. I didn't know who he was. Watched a couple of highlight tapes, tapes on him. He looked- He's fast off the ball. He's a beast. Um, we, we're going to need somebody to replace either um, Malik Jackson or Marcel Darius in the middle, or even uh, Calais Campbell, because they have um, – because those guys have um, big contracts coming up, they're not getting any younger, right? And we gotta have um, we gotta hit on our picks to in order to um, to 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 stay consistent to keep that Super Bowl window open because that's at the end of the day that's what we want to win. Um, have you ever won one? No, we haven't. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, in the <laughs> second round, we picked up wide receiver DJ Chalk from um, LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of one of only seven players to win. Sorry, one of only three players. I'm sorry. He's one of only three players to wear the number seven. Once you wear number seven at LSU, you're a playmaker. Leonard Fournette mm-hmm. were number seven. Right. Patrick Peterson were number seven. Mm. Tyron Matthew were number seven. Uh oh. So he's gonna he's six three, two hundred and two hundred pounds. He runs a four three forty. So he he's fast. He's I, fat. Come on, don't hate. Tell him tell him don't hate. I shut his ass down. I'm gonna shut down corner. We'll see. We'll see. But and also in the third round we picked up a safety. Uh, Ronnie Harrison, the second from Alabama, 
um, again, we're going to need those um, those those younger defenders to mm-hmm. hopefully replace our more expensive free agents that we signed. Right, and that's um, that's good for the um for the like the future. Y'all pe- y'all getting prepared for that right now. All right, guys. So this is the first time we're actually doing this. So we have a call in one of our one of our mutual friend of ours who's a big New York Giants fan. So um, sad, but you know. <laughs> So we we welcome we're gonna welcome in him into our um, podcast via cell phone because uh, it's super late and he's in his house and we're not we're, we're not gonna send an Uber to pick him up. Um, <laughs> so um, this is Akil. He's one of our um, one of our first listeners that gave us feedback. Yeah. Wrote us in. Gave us some good feedback. Right. He wanted us after the first episode. He wanted us to kind of. Um, Evolve and explore more teams besides the Jaguars and, and, the, the, and the Ravens. So he's definitely credited with with um helping us um develop this podcast um for you guys who want to hear. So, uh, Akil, you're live with recent Corey on the Most Everything podcast. But before you go, Akil, I just want to um bring your attention back to uh January 29th, uh 2000. Uh, you know what happened that day? What was that day? Uh, that was the day that the Ravens beat the uh, New York Giants 34-7 in the Super Bowl. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, that was a pretty embarrassing Super Bowl. Probably one of the worst Super Bowls I watched. Thanks thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime, brother. Just call me. You know, I'll bring it up anytime. Hey, hey Akil, we appreciate you joining us, man. Uh, we know yeah, we late, do, really. So we want to make this quick. So we know that you're a big New York Giants fan, right? Correct. Okay, so I want you to talk a little bit about their draft. They picked a running back second overall. And your predictions for this season, because I know the schedule is out already. So, of course, as you know, we picked Saquon Barkley from Penn State. Okay. Number two overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a very controversial pick because everybody wanted to pick a quarterback because Eli hasn't looked as good as late. Mm-hmm. But um, Saquon Barkley was consensus the best player in the draft, according to a lot of draft mix. Okay. And you know, I mean, we needed we needed a running game. Eli, if we're going to keep Eli, Eli needs help. So uh, I'm not a lot of Giants fans, and I'm going to speak for a lot of Giants. Fans. We we were happy with this pick. Gotcha. Um, we had, uh, we were in the lower half of rushing last year, so if we're going to keep Eli, this, this, this is the type of help he needs, and our new GM, Dave Gettleman, who's been doing the draft for about 30 years now, said the only other person who had, who he gave the score that he gave Saquon Barkley was Peyton Manning, so that's the type of, wow. that's how perfect of a pick he feels like this is. Wow. I think the highest he have, the whatever scale they use, the highest you get is a 9.0, and the only other person he has ever given a 9.0 when doing the draft was Peyton Manning. Wow, that's, that's uh, impressive. So, that's big praise. That's high praise. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great company to be in. So, you know, uh, I'm excited about this pick. Got you. So what about, um, who, who do y'all pick up the rest of the draft? Um, well, for the second pick, we went with Will Hernandez, who is one of the best run blocking guards in college football last season. So, if we're going to pick a running back first, we need somebody to open up holes for him. Right. And because our offensive line was in shambles, to be honest. Yes, so, you was. know, we signed Nate Soldier, we signed Patrick 
I don't even know how to say his last name, but he played for the Jags. You probably say it better than me. Patrick Oma, Omame. Patrick Omame. Yeah, there you go. So we, we need somebody to open up holes for this guy. Mm-hmm. And then, as you know, we, we we're switching from a a four three to a three four hybrid defense. So we kind of went defense the rest of the draft. We took a, a three four linebacker from Georgia, a, a D tackle from uh, North Carolina State, and then. You know, since everybody was begging for us to take a quarterback, we took a quarterback in the fourth round. Who was and, it? Uh, Kyle Luletta. Okay. I know a lot of you wasn't excited about it. They felt like it was a wasted pick, but he was the MVP at the, the Senior Bowl. Okay. He, oh, wow. led the, the, he led the Division two in, in, in passing yards. So it, it, I don't feel like it was a bad pick. I feel like it just gives us more competition in case the whole Eli situation doesn't work out. Gotcha. But don't get it wrong, Eli's still my quarterback. I'm going to ride with Eli. Do you do you believe in Eli? I believe in Eli right now. Even though he's making it a lot harder for me to defend him lately, uh-huh. honestly. But uh, I, I believe we're not going to knock a two-time Super Bowl winning, winning quarterback in MVP. This is true, and he beat the GOAT Paint Manny. Um, quick question for you. Um, well, not a question, more so a statement and see what you want to say off of it. But with um, them um, getting a run game now and um, getting that patch run blocker and a little bit better blocking on the line, do you think that will open up more room for um, Peyton to do better? Because I know he's been sacked like crazy last year. Huh? I'm sorry, not, not Peyton, Eli. Yeah, I feel like it'll get better. Okay. So y'all win more I than four games this year? I mean, we we, we, we revamped the O-line. I mean, um, you know, as as you know, Pat Sherman is our new coach, and he just had to revamp the the, the Vikings O-line when he was the offensive coordinator there last year. So Oh, yeah, like, you're in a good situation. Good that he, he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, 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 you're in a good situation. Yeah, so that, 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 that's, that's how I feel about it. So, you know, um... We picked up two good offensive linemen. We picked up a good linebacker for this, this defense we're trying to do over because we were top 10 the year before, and then we dropped all the way into the 30s. So, so yeah, so, I, feel, I feel good about the draft. So last question for you um, before we let you go. What do you think your record is going to be this year based off of your schedule? My record this year, I'm going to say... Eleven and five. Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay. Make the playoff. Hey, just to let you know this is we going make, out to the world. It, we make it into the dance. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. Okay. We, we will see in we, January. We know that you're confident, but the Jaguars will see you at Met, MetLife Stadium week week one. Oh. Opening game. Oh. 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 I, I'll be there. So. So. <laughs> so will I, I, I sir. Can't, I can't mix, miss the Saxonville. You cannot. And here's my here's my stat line for Eli and Bishop. Uh, what's the name? Um, Saquon Barkley. Why well, keep saying Bishop Sankey for Saquon Barkley? Here's my here's my stat line. Saquon Barkley, 15 carries, 42 yards. Wow. Right? Uh, Eli. How many yards was that? 42. Okay. So I got Eli. I got Eli. Um, hmm. Eli. 24, no, 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 18 for 35, two interceptions, 
182 yards. Wow. So and no touchdowns? One touchdown. I don't I don't see that. But um he, Pat, Pat Sherman is called the quarterback whisperer. He he will be, he, he will be sacked uh six times. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see week one, baby. I, this I, is... feel, I feel good about I feel good about my, my New York football giant. I feel good. All right, we'll see. We'll see you week one, man. All right, man. Thank you so thank much, you. man. Appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate you uh calling in and uh listening to the podcast and we'll definitely give you a shout out, man. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right, thank no worries. For me. All right. All right. All right, guys. So we reached a part of our show where it is the top five, top five, top five, top five. So every single week, um, we pick a new topic, pick a topic or category, whatever you want to call it, and we say our top five in that, um, depending on what that category is. So last week's top five was um, top five kids TV shows. Corey and I is going to go after each other, starting with number five all the way to number one, and we take this thing very seriously. We do not share our top five. We want to win. We got great feedback on posting our top five. Um on our social media with the polls to get to get everybody involved to yeah. get an audience talking about it because we know there's people out there who could agree or disagree with each one of us and send us your top five guys seems like everybody's agreeing with me it's, I'm just it, putting that on it there. seems like it but send us your top five based on this um ba- based on the top five of this category that we're about to tell you what it's about so email us at most everything podcast at gmail.com um you know, in the spirit of talking about Kanye West, which we did a couple of minutes ago. Yes. We're going to go with... Kanye's top five songs. Top Our five top songs. five songs by Kanye West. What a fucking kawinky thing. Because we know Kanye's artist mm-hmm. is awesome. He's a genius. He is. So we Musically. Felt, we felt like that we should drop our top five. Mm-hmm. And I must say... But we but we we definitely missed the old Kanye. Right? We, we missed the old Kanye. Not, not this new Kanye. Not this slavery was a choice Kanye. Yeah, no, right? not that, not that like, this week Kanye. Yeah. But it was definitely a hard narrowing this down to top five. And to be honest, I don't even know if this is my top five, <laughs> but it's my top five. Yep. Um, you want to start? Yeah, you started last week. Mm-hmm. Um, my number five song is Jesus Walks. Wow, why is that so low, my guy? Um, I don't, I don't, I, I can't even tell you why this is my wow. top five. But when's the last time you heard any song had Jesus in it played in a club besides this song? Um, probably anything that Chance the Rapper talks about. True, <laughs> but before him, no one. <laughs> Something about them Chicago niggas and Jesus. I appreciate that. No, it 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 was hard. I mean, it's I don't know. It was hard. It was okay. hard. I'm sorry. I don't even know why it's on here. One, I mean, I know why because it's a great song, mm-hmm. but I can't give you no actual true context as to uh, so why. why. It's, it's just, just it's a just great a great song. song, and that's what my answer is going to be for everyone. It's, it's a, a great, great song. song. All right, so my number five is Flashing Lights. Wow, that, I literally just took that one off. <laughs> that's that's a great song. Flashing Lights is a dope song. It is. I, I think the the, the, the the video is is pretty simple. Like yeah. she was in a desert. She came out. Um, she she took her clothes. She took her her her, her jacket off. Mm-hmm. She was just in some lingerie. She opened the trunk of the car. Kanye was in the um was in the trunk, mm-hmm. and then she took the shovel, hit him with the shovel, and then light that car on fire and walked away. 
um the 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 beat um Kanye just whole style you never heard from it sure he took samples from Everyone. a lot of stuff but then he made it his own yeah. he made it unique that means he listened to a lot of music though yep and that music inspires he, him to he was do a student the of the game yeah. student of the game that inspires him to do the things he's done yeah. so my number four is Archlight Beam why is that so low? It's Kanye, bro. It's wow. so many songs. I am appalled. It's a great song. Wow. And that song, and it's it's a couple other songs in the world, but that song single handedly, if I'm in a zone, I'm like the not I'm not I've never really been depressed, but I'm like in a funky mood. Mm-hmm. That song can really lift someone's spirits. Lift your spirits, yeah. Um, yeah I feel so you. I mean it's number four. It's really not a number four. Song, mm-hmm. but it's Kanye. His hit list is endless, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I just went through all his albums, and at first I was like, alright, I'm gonna pick one off of each album. Then I'm like, damn, I like seven songs. Oh damn, <laughs> I like this whole track. So then I had I had to pick what I had to pick, right. and then I put it in the order. Okay, all right. So my number four is Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. You don't remember that song? No. Should I play you Homecoming? Yeah, play a snippet. I mean, I probably know it when you when you play it. I'm about to play Corey um, Homecoming right quick. What was that? Was on the first album? Um, I think that was on graduation. Yeah, that's the first album. No, College Dropout. Was oh yeah, you're album. right. You're right. Uh, yeah, it was on graduation. Yes. And you say Shot City. Shot City. Shot City. Yes. All right. I remember that. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a great that's one. A, it's, okay. All right. So, what's your number? Is there a reason for the homecoming? It's a, it's a great it's song. A great song. It's a great song. My number three, "Blood on the Leaves." Uh, little new Kanye, but yeah. I, I don't know something about that song. I just get hyped. The like, beat, the beat, the is beat dope. is good. Um, Nina Simone did that intro. I think that was a poem that she actually wrote. That's in the, the that's in the intro. Oh, I didn't know. She that. was Perfect. referring to "Blood on the Leaves," "Strange Fruit Hanging," yes. how lynching of black people right. during that time. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely powerful. Yeah, it's a powerful song. Yeah, and. He has a lot of powerful songs. Jesus mm-hmm. Walks is a powerful song. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Okay, my number three is Ultra Light Beam. I had that on the list. Oh, that was my number four. Yeah. I'm tripping. I was like, I took that so, off. So it's a little higher than Corey, but like Corey, like Corey said, I think. Remember when we, we was headed to the to the recommend? It was me, you, and Alex, right? Mm-hmm. I think we were driving back, and we haven't heard the the Kanye the 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 Life of Pablo yet. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think you played it in the car where he was riding back. Yeah, that's and fire. that was the first. That was like second song, and I, I couldn't get past that song. Like I didn't want to hear anything else. I want to hear that song over, over and over, over, over again. Yeah. And of course, in the beginning of um, Ultra Light Beam, it's a little. There was a clip that went viral of a little girl, girl praying yeah. with um with with her mom or with some. I remember so that, that was he the played intro. that, yeah. Yeah, so uh, def- definitely a great song. The Choir, um, I think Kelly Price was on it, Chance yeah. was on it. Yeah, uh, he, he, that was the one where he was tweeting, this is not a rap album, this is a gospel, gospel album. album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so what's your number two? Number two is what made me f- a fan of Kanye West mm-hmm. um, into, up until this week. Uh, I, I can't even say I'm not a fan. I'm just not fucking with him right now. He yeah. need to get his shit together. I'm mad at Kanye. Um, but it could be called he's Dash in Coast. He, he's in time He's out. in time out right Go now. Go sit in that corner. Yeah. Anyway, it's um, um, Through the Wire. Through the um, Wire. It, it was his breakthrough song. Classic. Um, It was a song that was related to, you know, the accent he just got in 
um, it's what molded his sound mm-hmm. as an artist. And he recorded um, that that song with the wide mouth shut. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Um, that was the first song. I remember back in eleventh grade because that's the time Kanye had dropped tenth eleventh grade. Yeah, I was we were in high school. Yeah, yeah, that's when he really started blowing up. Anyway, he'd been out for a while, but mm-hmm. uh, well, been around. But everyone used to laugh at me because I used to listen. To college dropout, mm. um, and through the wire, and I used to bump it because it, it wasn't like a hard rap yeah. song. Everyone was like listening to Dip Mats yeah. and Cash Money. Dipset, Dip. I said Dip Dip <laughs> Mats. Yeah, Dipset. See, yeah, I'm yeah. fucking old. Yeah. Um, Dipset yeah, dip and set, Cash, Cash Money, money yeah. and stuff like of course, that. Jay Z and all yeah. those hardcore rappers, right? Yeah. But Kanye stood out to me, and I'm like, I fuck with his music. This is what I like to hear. You know what I mean? Yo, cut this trash off. No, everybody in the whole world was Kanye fan. Yeah, probably up until up until this. They week. were walking out with backpacks. Yeah, on their back and, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. So I used to bump that and through the wire. Come on, speak all the way up. Yeah, that was my shit. Like all right, through so the wire. My, num- number, my number two is power. That was on my list. My I number took two. It off. That is a that's a great fucking song. My number two is Power. Uh, great video. Um, it's kind of a, like a moving picture type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a little bit more darker music. I think this was on my Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think this this is this is the song it was on. Uh, this is an album that was on, and uh, it's a it's a great it's a great song. It's it's a fucking great song. It is. Yeah, it really is. What's Yo, not, what's... Looking at this before I go with my yeah. number one. Looking at this list, like really, it's got me. Thinking back, like, this nigga is really a shit. So, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go in the car, and I'm going to bump some, some ye. Yeah. I'm going to bump some ye. Um, but, um, my number one, uh-huh. and it, I do have a reason for this one being number one. And this is actually the first one I picked, but it was Big Brother with Jay-Z. That's, uh, a, that's a dope song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he paid homage to the person who put him on. Um, and it was like I look up to you. You're my. You, basically, he was his hero, his yeah, mentor, his yeah, brother, his yeah. everything. And that song and people that pays homage to the people that put them on um, is is definitely. Um, I, I like people like that. Um, yeah. But I love Big Brother. It's a long ass song, but it's a good ass song. And it's it's not about the beat of the song. It's nope. about what he's rapping about. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's definitely that's he, definitely a great, a great song too. Um. I love I love how in the song he he flipped to the clip about how everything started with him rapping. He said right. he was in the uh, thing, and he said he spit this hotline. I push, I push. What what was that? I push miracle whips. Yeah, so I push Ben Saint colors miracle whips. Yeah. everybody was like, oh. oh yeah. And I looked over at Jay and Jay was like, oh, that was. But Jay had to play it cool. Yeah, because like, he didn't want to get so hyped. Right. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> so that right there just like it showed that that. Togetherness between those yeah, two, yeah. and Jay Z is one of my top artists in the world. Yeah. Um, my favorite artist, is J Cole, but um, fire album by the way. Mm-hmm. But um, that two like molded them two together. And I was like, yeah, right, Big Brother. All right, so my number one is Jesus Walks. Um, That's a good one. That's why you got so mad. You know why? Uh, <laughs> besides the fact that it's a great song, love love the the video. His concepts are the J um. Kanye's concept are never regular. It's always some. It's always um something like out of this world. But one of the the reason why this is my number one is because this is probably the only song that my dad allowed me to blast in the house because because <laughs> we're like heavy Caribbean Christian um household at the time that, that right. I was with my parents in high school, and it says Jesus walks. God showed me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. Right. That's 
that's that's exactly Everything. what that's exactly what my 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 father that's exactly what our christian faith is about right you ask jesus to give you strength give mm-hmm. your family strength protect your family show you the way because the devil is trying to um lure break you away down, right. trying to break you down trying to lure you away from um your goal and that's to be um be more you like know what? God. you know what we should do what we should honestly hit kanye out listeners yes we have ways to get in contact with Kanye. Uh-huh. Anyway, not uh-huh. to brag or anything. Uh-huh. And let him hear this song, and maybe he'll come back to the old Kanye. Because that's all he's going through right now is the devil attacking his mind. Yes, that's a strong possibility. But he's in a he's in a totally different place right now, man. Oh, all right. Totally different place okay. right now. Um Mr. West, Mr. West. Wake up, Mr. West. Wake up, Mr. West. Um, oh, but yo, God. guys, another week you rock with us, episode nine. We appreciate it. Uh it's super late right now. It's after twelve midnight. Ooh. And we I'm I'm gonna get this this episode nine to you within the next couple of hours. Oh, within that's maybe what I'm maybe ten, ten, eleven hours or so. I have to get some sleep. Um well, we really appreciate you guys rocking with us for another week. Um we really appreciate you guys commenting, sharing, liking, um, emailing us, um, DMing us, um, because you guys texting really us. were texting us. You face to face conversations. Oh yeah, yeah, I got you a couple guys, of those. Because um, I like I said when Aisha read um when Aisha told me, Reese, 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 I um I commented. Um, uh, my daughter showed me how to do it. I commented. <laughs> so um, we, shout out to them again. Yeah, we we really appreciate that that um you guys. Uh, get motivated by us and we definitely get motivated by you that you're listening and you're leaving comments so please mm-hmm. share it Keep with it your up. friends and family um, again oh, what's up speaking of that I was at the Apple store and um, I broke my phone but whatever and I, and I was talking about because you fell you too old to be you I too tripped. old to be tripping Corey you stopped tripping at 15 we'll get to the end of the show I got it <laughs> um Anyway, it was this little kid. He was probably like twelve years old. And he said he think his friend listened to our podcast because he heard them somebody talking about it. Really? Yeah. He was like he was like twelve, thirteen years old. We 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 reaching the kids. Yeah, yeah. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. I heard mostly everything my friend was telling me about that. He's like, it's a podcast, right? And I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah. I really think my friend listens to it. I'm gonna have to check it out now. You and his dad check was just looking at me like. What? Why is my son talking to this guy? <laughs> but anyway, no, that was really a cool moment. I don't know. I don't think kid would lie and say some random stuff like that. But right. that was, oh shit! If he was listening to hey, it, we trying to we trying to reach global man. Remember Everyone. one of our goals? I think one of our short term goals was definitely get to get on iTunes and get on Google Play. Yeah, that was. Yep. We we achieved our goal. Mm-hmm. Um, our next goal is trying to um climb the charts, trying to level up. Um, so with you guys commenting and rain, that's definitely gonna help us yeah, um get more exposure. But this is the end of episode nine. It is. Anything else, Reese? No, nah, man. No, I'm, you gotta get out of here, and I gotta get to bed. This is true. Um, so y'all know what y'all can do. You know how we end the show, saying where we start the show. You can follow us on social media. You can follow us on which one? We're do? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at r underscore g. And you can follow me on Instagram at Corey Hilton One. Mm-hmm. And if you have any feedback, any your top, remember send us your top five Kanye songs. We definitely want to hear it. Yeah, we well, gonna discuss yeah, it next yeah. week. Email us at mosteverythingpodcast at gmail Hey, you know what? We're gonna do a poll throughout the week too. 
about um, if you season your chicken and you washing your chicken. Okay, we could we could throw that in there yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. All right, bet. All right, guys. Um, Thank you. It's the Most Everything Podcast. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.